What's up everyone, welcome back to the channel. And in this video, I wanted to talk a little bit about Deliveroo, which is a UK based uh, food delivery company. And I saw a bunch of questions about it on Twitter, so I might as well uh, just cover it. We also covered it in our free daily email newsletter called Morning Sense that you can sign up for at any time uh, at a couplesense.com slash sign up. It's completely free, uh, link in the description, just in case you like reading your content instead of watching it on video here. So let's just dive into it. Um, Deliveroo is Amazon backed and Amazon's a really big investor in Deliveroo. Um, but it's had a really rough first day of trading. It traded uh, for the first time uh, basically today or I guess uh, about 13 hours ago in the uh, UK London Stock Exchange. Um, but it's only traded for one day. And let's look at the chart. So right here, uh, we're looking at uh, Deliveroo ticker ROO on the London Stock Exchange. And in the first day of trading, it traded down 26% uh, to £2.87 or 287 pence, however you say that, um, And uh, in the first day of trading. And so is it now attractive to buy? Uh, and is it a good, cheaper version of, let's say, a DoorDash? Well, let's kind of look into it. So um, the little bit of background from about the stock is that, you know, the pandemic has really fueled a surge in demand for online delivery across the board. So e-commerce, uh, food delivery, et cetera. I guess the only thing that's been suffering is uh, kind of uh, transportation delivery. But other than that, you know, food delivery, obviously super hot. Everybody's staying in, indoors ordering food. in. But even with a well-recognized name and Amazon as a backer, there's still a lot of uh, concerns around the company, specifically Deliveroo's profitability, which we'll get into in a little bit as we look at their uh, filings. Um, several major institutions announced they won't buy shares in the company uh, for that reason, according to some articles that I read. Um, you know, the company is the UK's equivalent of DoorDash uh, trading at 287 pence. Um, you know, that's well below where it priced at uh, around 400 pence. And um, as the COVID-19 vaccines uh, roll out into different countries and into Europe, and as we kind of come out of lockdown, um, there's concern that people will start returning to physical restaurants and undercut the hype and the growth of uh, delivering to your door types of food delivery apps. Um, there's also an ongoing fight with uh, Uber of... Um, in the UK of whether drivers and other gig economy workers should be classified as employees and receive corporate protection and benefits. And that's obviously going to affect companies like Deliveroo as it did or as it is going to affect a company like Uber in the UK. Um, a lot of competitors in the space uh, are going to feel the heat as well. It's it's pretty across the board. Uh, DoorDash has fallen 40% um, since hitting a high in February, along with the tech stock sell-off, so there's and also with the reopening trade rotation, uh, the stay-at-home tech stocks have really hurt the most. Amazon remains the biggest shareholder in the company. It took a 16% stake in 2019, and that's expected to kind of get chopped down to about 11%. Um, but a lot of Deliveroo's future will call on its founder and CEO, so it's a founder-run company, who maintains control as a minority owner uh, through special super voting shares. A lot of tech stocks do this. This poor IPO performance is also probably going to raise questions to other global technology firms about um, London's 
viability as a, uh, a listing venue, the London Stock Exchange, for global tech firms that want kind of the highest price and a good IPO performance. Um, I personally don't think it matters that that much, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, you know, on the margins, if you're a tech firm and you see Deliveroo is a really big, high-profile one that went public on the London Stock Exchange, and you see all these kind of New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ ones, uh, tech companies that are going public doing well, I mean, that might be a consideration that you take into account. Okay, so let's look in their filings. Uh, this is their overview. Getting food right is hard. Deliveroo pioneered on-demand food delivery via hyper-local three-sided online marketplace. Reminds you of DoorDash. Uh, we connect local consumers, restaurant and grocers and riders to fulfill a mission critical because people are hungry. Emotional uh, purchase. In 2020, our riders fulfilled an average of under uh, 30 minutes. Um, orders under 30 minutes. For consumers, we've unlocked a wealth of choice in fast delivery times, working with restaurants and grocers who overwhelmingly have never offered on-demand on deliveries before. Relentless and insatiable desire to continually improve the experience for all three sides of the marketplace. Global internet company. Uh, we grew uh, gross transaction volume by 64% in 2020. So the, the amount of things getting bought on the platform grew 64%. They also have something called Deliveroo Plus, which is their subscription model. A lot of companies have this. So there's Postmates and DoorDash in the States have a similar kind of subscription you save on delivery costs model. So it's gonna be very, very similar. Looking at their financials, uh, as you can see, uh, they've grown, they have a very good growth rate. They grew from 476 million pounds in 2018 in revenue to 1.2 billion pounds in revenue in 2020. Uh, gross profit margins will go over in, in a bit. And, but they're running a very, very deep operating loss, which is something that a lot of potential investors have been worried about. I think it's interesting that the operating loss and them running an operating loss as they grow is even part of the narrative. Because if you kind of remember, any really high growth stock that comes out of Silicon Valley is usually running unprofitably because they want to grow as fast as they can. So I just think it's kind of interesting that uh, Deliveroo is saddled with the narrative of, uh, we don't like that you're so unprofitable. But I haven't heard much of those rumblings as it pertains to DoorDash or, or any other kind of high-tech B2C high growth company. The company doesn't have any debt and they have some cash on the balance sheet. So we'll take that into account. Half of their revenue comes from the UK and Ireland and the other half comes from international. And one more thing to call out in the filings is that uh, we want to look at adjusted EBITDA profit margin, not just kind of uh, old operating profit margin because it's a better and more accurate assessment of how profitable or unprofitable they actually are. So if you see here uh, in 2018, they ran a $200 million loss um, and EBITDA loss is a very similar number. In 2019, $300 million loss, sorry, million pound loss. Um, and you know, adjusting out, they still lost uh, over 200 million pounds in 2019. But in, but in 2020, they did run a 226 uh, million dollar or million pound loss uh but when you adjust out uh the non-cash expenses exceptional costs meaning probably costs even uh, start filing to go public those lawyers are very expensive um, and legal and regulatory settlements and provisions and stock-based comp uh, they actually ran relatively close to break even okay so this is the uk version of doordash and 
The only reason why I would say we should buy Deliveroo, ticker ROO on the London Stock Exchange, is potentially because this uh, weakness uh, right when they go public could present a undervaluation comparatively to a DoorDash. And to determine this, I spread the numbers for you. So after this big drop after IPO, uh, Deliveroo is trading at 287 pence or two pounds 87. I don't know how you say that. Um, and I did kind of the fully diluted share count post-transaction gets you to a market cap of 5.5 billion pounds. Um, stripping out net cash on the balance sheet, you get to about a 5.1 billion pound enterprise value or value of the company uh, at that stock price. Revenue is growing 60%, 54%. I think it's really, really interesting. Why didn't they not see a DoorDash style hyper acceleration of growth in 2020? Um, something is funky there because we did see DoorDash grow by like over 150% in that time frame. I forget the exact uh, number. Um, so it just kind of looks like they were almost unaffected because of the pandemic, which is very strange for a food delivery application. Um, the culture of cooking at home might be a little different in the UK. Maybe you guys are all healthier over there than we are in the US where we're used to our uh, fast food. So we just wanted to deliver it to our house. Um, gross profit margins are expanding, as you can see. Uh, it seems like they're a little bit, uh, they're catching up to getting their operations like under their feet. Uh, but gross profit margins are still pretty low. It's uh, 30%. So let's just assume that revenue grows post pandemic, right? They're gonna come up on some people going to the restaurants, which is, a, I think, a big concern about the stay-at-home plays. Uh, let's just say they continue to grow 30% going forward, and let's say gross profit margins stay the same. A 5.1 billion valuation, so 287 pence stock price, puts this stock at about 11 times forward gross profit. But even if we juice this up to like 40% growth, and then let's say they you know, increase... Um, gross profit margins, but to 33% in this coming year. And so that's like nine point nine and a half times forward gross profit. So how does that compare to DoorDash stock, which is trading at 130 bucks a share? Uh, and yes, DoorDash too has sold off aggressively during this tech, soft, tech stock sell-off and this return from home uh, sell-off. Uh, but yeah, I'm pulling up the financials of DoorDash at 131 per share values the company at $37.6 billion. And that's about 19 times forward gross profit or 2021 gross profit. But DoorDash is um, growing at over 200% in 2020. And if we look at it on a quarterly basis, yeah, they're growing. They're over tripling year over year. Again, that's going to be hard to do to keep doing as the economy opens up in the US as people get vaccinated. I just got my first shot. Um, but I mean, this is a better company. It has higher profit margins. It has 52% profit margins and is trading at 19 times forward gross profit. So as you compare Deliveroo at like nine times forward gross profit, um, I think it's probably fairly priced. Uh, it's got a fourth of the, uh, growth rate that DoorDash has. It's got lower margins and you're getting the company for about half the price of DoorDash. I think there are deeper questions that I would have, like suspicions that I would have 
about why did the company not grow and get a huge boost in 2020. One would expect if you're a good delivery app out there, you should get a big boost. But if you guys are from the UK, please put it in the comments below why Deliveroo might not have seen the same pandemic boost that uh, some of the food delivery apps stateside have seen. Um, I would really love to see that. And I think it would be great for everybody. I mean, just to drive the point home, this is Uber's financials. Uber's trading for 11 times 2021 uh, projected gross profit. So it's the same valuation as Uber. And Uber through cycle has, it has Uber Eats and Postmates. It has uh, the return from home trade in terms of like, uh, they're going to get a lot of growth this year from people going back and Ubering as they get vaccinated and as the pandemic subsides. And it's just a better overall business. They, they have expected to have uh, close to 60% gross margins. Uh, and you get, you get it for the same valuation as you get for Deliveroo, uh, just apples to apples. I mean, this is a bias coming from a U.S. citizen that uses the U.S.-based products and has have never used Deliveroo. I would just rather buy Uber than Deliveroo. So hopefully that was helpful. I know a lot of you, especially in the U.K., who use Deliveroo were uh, asking about Deliveroo stock, especially as it tanked uh, today. But um, yeah, that's just my opinion, not advice, obviously. And don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel on your way out if you want more investing content. Appreciate you all being here and appreciate the view. And until next time, happy investing.